This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. It's 837 here. Just imagine what it feels like over in Arkansas. Probably a little warm after a couple of losses in a row. Jacob Seuss from 5 News Fayetteville, our Arkansas insider, joins. But wow, what a game against LSU. And how about our Bixby boy, Luke Haas? What a game for him. Yeah, talking about talking about warm, I think uh, I think you're talking about Pittman's seat as we uh, as we get you know by by each and every week. Yeah, what what a bittersweet game for uh, for Arkansas fans. But yeah, you you know you want to start with Luke Haas. Oh my goodness! I mean, just what a, what an absolute beast out there. Two touchdown catches, catches the two point conversion late in the fourth quarter to tie the game has. I don't know the number, over 140 receiving yards. I mean, that's that's not a freshman. It's not a freshman out there. He just <laughs> he, he's, he's been nothing but spectacular this year. And we, we heard so many so many good things about him in, in in training camp. But you hear you hear a lot of good things about a lot of people during training camp. So, you know, would, would it would it actually resonate to the regular season to SEC play is just a you know, he's an 18-year-old kid, and and yeah, he's been he's been everything, everything, and more through through four games. And KJ Jefferson played well. He did have two picks, but one of them was that last-second heave. He was just trying to get something done back there. He did do a really nice job using his feet to move around. He he perplexed him a little bit. Where'd this one go south, though? Arkansas it looks like they're playing really well. They're they're doing a great job against LSU until late in the first half. Where did it all go wrong? Yeah, KJ KJ did play well. The offense really, as a as a as a unit, was was not a problem. I mean, you know, you have you have two big issues that were were the main reasons Arkansas lost this game. One, LSU scored on its final five drives. If that happens, you're not going to win too many ball games. Arkansas didn't get one stop in the second half. You you went into into the half. Arkansas was up by three. LSU got the ball coming out of the break. They score a touchdown. Arkansas didn't stop them one single time in the second half. Four straight touchdown drives, and then the game-winning field goal would have been five straight touchdown drives if if the clock wasn't running out and you know they, they didn't kick the game-winning field goal. So you're not you're not going to win too many games like that. Just just plain and simple. And then it was another game just like BYU. We did not see the the penalties get cleaned up at all by Arkansas. It was the the same exact thing we saw last Saturday. It was the the holds, the the false starts. It was you know the the clear mental mistakes, and you know I saw you know, there's a crazy stat going around over the last three seasons. No team in the SEC has more games with ten or more penalties than Arkansas does over the last three seasons. They have nine games where they've had ten or more penalties. I mean that just falls on the on the coaching at the end of the day i mean pitman you know credited to the to the crowd noise which yes first true road game of the season it was loud in lsu but you know that's that's always going to be unacceptable so you know the defense ran out of gap at the end of the day mental mistakes once again an issue when and that's how you that's how you come away with a uh, with a, a three point loss that you know they they really had every chance to win that game scott I want to go back to Luke Hawes for a second because he is so big. He has the body size. He's so physical. Could we see him become, if not this year, maybe next year, you know, the leading target on this Arkansas offense? Yeah, I think I think we're we're seeing it already. The the 
the last the last couple weeks. I mean, the fact that he didn't win SEC Freshman of the Week this week was super disappointing. That seemed like a that seemed like an easy slam dunk. Um, yeah, I think you know him and KJ have have such great chemistry already, and you know he's he has the ability to get creative too. You know, you saw on that on that first touchdown catch, I believe it was. You know, that wasn't a designed route at all. KJ was you know, in the, in the pocket trying to figure figure something out and, you know, Haas leaks out and, you know, decides to, to take things into his own hands and wide open, 59-yard yard touchdown. So, you know, he doesn't he doesn't play like a freshman. He clearly doesn't think like a freshman. So, I you know, KJ clearly trusts him. So I would see – would expect nothing less than for his targets to just increase every every single week. And it sure helps that he's a big target. 842 on the Blitz 1170. Talking to Jacob Seuss. He's our Arkansas insider from 5 News Fayetteville. If you have a question, you're welcome to text it at 918-262-5072. You, you know, I, when I started, when I said a little hot, I really wasn't necessarily talking about Sam Pittman. I think he certainly has some grace over there. But there's going to be a time which, you know, good humor and being a good old boy is going to kind of wane thin, and it will suddenly be, hey, what's going on? I mean, I don't think we're there yet, but I think the expectations may have been a little bit higher. Yeah, BYU game was one that I make I think probably irritated some people. What's the difference? What's happening here? What What do you sense is going on? Yeah, you know, it's you know his feet really isn't isn't that warm. You know, he's he turned this program around. You know, in his fourth year here, but yeah, the expectations are it comes with the territory, right? You go eight and four, you're your second year here, then, you know, what comes with that is you create expectations for the fans, for the, for the program. So coming off a a six and six season, everyone expected, you know, this team to, to really progress this season, especially what they, what they did in the transfer portal, what they did with, with all the new coaches. And we, we haven't seen that so far. So there's a little impatience within the Arkansas fan base, but also Pittman is, you know, I, He's a he's a great guy, but completely separate. He has made some some head scratching coaching decisions through through these these last you know three weeks. You know, even going back to the to the Kent State game, a game that they won. You know, a lot of a lot of questionable decisions in that one. You know, the BYU game. You know, fourth and one, not not quarterback sneaking it with KJ Jefferson, not even putting him under center Saturday at BYU, you know, or Saturday against LSU, you know, all three timeouts are burned by the, by the start of the fourth quarter, not letting LSU score a touchdown on that last drive, letting them just simply run out the clock and, and kick the game winning field goal when they were, when they were running the ball on the, on the three yard line, you know, it's just, you can make a little bit of a laundry list at, at this point, you know, being a being a college head football coach, any decision you make, if it doesn't go right, you know it's the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. You know, but it it seems like it's been a lot of a lot of wrong decisions. And you know, over the last three years, Arkansas is two and eight in games that have been decided by three points or less. So it's not like he has bad teams. It's not like he has teams that have been getting blown out by higher opponents but why do they keep coming out on the short side of these of these you know not even one score games of these three point games you know you saw it on Saturday you you think back now as as Arkansas goes to A&M this weekend you think about last year when Arkansas played A&M they keep falling short on these three point games and 
a lot of times you, you can look back at the coaching as a reason why. Kind of in that same vein, if uh, Texas A&M comes away with the win on Saturday, how hot will that seat get in Fayetteville and how loud will the rumblings be? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're pretty loud right now. That's, you know, not a not a hot seat thing. It's a, you know, just a, a fan base thing. You know, Pittman at least has has this season and I would be surprised if if not next. But, you know, if I'm I'm not going to I'm going to go ahead and call this Saturday a must-win game, you know, even though it's your second SEC game, you, you can't fall to 0 and 2 in conference play with a trip to Ole Miss and a trip to Alabama on deck. I mean, sure, neither of those teams have looked particularly great over the course of, you know, the the couple games they've played so far, but those are two really, really hard places to win. And, you know, this Southwest Classic with A&M this weekend, it's always a close game. It's always something crazy always happens in this game, but this is A&M's the team that Arkansas probably is the best chance to beat on this, this four-game stretch. You know, I, I think Arkansas fans before this little trip would have accepted coming home one and three, you know, as, as disappointing as that would have been, but you win this weekend, maybe you have a chance to come back two and two and which would be, which would be a dream with the, with the schedule you were given. Yeah. And you know, there's something about this too, this matchup with A&M has been a really interesting one through the years since they've, especially since they started playing in Jerry's world, A&M's kind of led this series, even at times when they weren't very good. What is it about that matchup that seems to perplex the hogs? I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. It's, you know, it's just, I feel like chaos always ensues in Jerry world <laughs> one way, one way or the other. I mean, you know, you look at just the craziness from last year, you know, the two defining plays were KJ Jefferson's leap on the goal line, trying to leap from like 10 yards away, turns into an 87 yard touchdown fumble turned into a touchdown. And then Arkansas still has a chance to take the lead with, little over a minute on the clock and Cam Little doinks it off the <laughs> off the upright. And he hasn't been the same since that doink. So I think, you know, it's just kind of a house of horrors for, for Arkansas and and, you know, with with the SEC schedule changing, you know, starting next year, these two are going to Arlington once again next year, but then the future's uncertain after that. I think a lot of people in the Arkansas program are looking to uh to scrap Jerry World, then you know, let's say whenever we play A and M, let's let's just make it a a home and home again. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that that would be probably the best way to do it if you want to at least have an advantage right there. In your opinion, what is the the most important thing for this team to do to right the ship? And having an understanding too that you've lost Rocket, he's been gone for a while. I mean, guys have filled in and done okay. But the running game is probably not where you thought it would be. What does this team need to do to to be where they where you think they should be? Yeah, well, at, at this point in Sam Pittman's tenure, I don't think him, the fans, the program are happy with any moral victories at all. But it depends what you do with those moral victories. And I think Saturday did give Arkansas the confidence that while they lost, it, they can hang with top teams. So. What are you going to do with that moral victory? Can you take it into this Saturday and still have that confidence, still play for the most part the same way you did on Saturday minus a few things? And if you do that, there's a good chance you'll you'll come away with, with a win. So are they going to have confidence into Saturday? Can the defense shore up a lot of the things that went wrong in that second half against LSU? Because they did play really solid in the first half. It was the – 
total tale of two halves and for that defense. And, and can they just play a little bit of a cleaner game? You know, no more mental mistakes, you know, especially this weekend. It's always a, always a game that that's pretty split evenly within the fan bases. You know, you're not going to have to deal with any deafening crowd noise when you're on offense it, that you can point to as an excuse. Just, just play a cleaner football game. And, you know, it, that's, that's all across the board. So, you know, I think if they can do a couple of those things, we really did see a lot of potential. Potential that we didn't see the first three weeks. We didn't see it at Kent State when they won that game. We didn't see it in the BYU loss. You know, for the first time you came away from that LSU game saying, you know, at least, you know, they showed this isn't a team that, you know, is going to finish, I don't know, four and eight or, or whatever. You know, this this is a team that has the capability to, to win some football games. Now it's about actually going out and, and winning some football games. So what's your prediction? I think Arkansas is going to take this one. I think they're they're going to rebound. Um, it's going to be close as it as it always is. I will I will say twenty eight twenty four Arkansas because I think they're going to be the more desperate team. If they don't win this game, they uh, they could be in trouble. All right. Well, you know what? I'll take A and M, and we'll 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 bet lunch on it. And sometime when we happen to be in the same place, one of us will buy. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. All right. Perfect. Jacob, thanks. Uh, be safe, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.